0: Hi and welcome to Super Anti-Aging with myself, Steve Halpern. I hope this finds you in great health and I hope this, and this podcast adds to your knowledge base so you can share with your friends and family and maybe some things you didn't know before because every day I'm learning something new. <laughs> I love this world of podcasting. Everybody has a podcast now. In fact... uh one of my friend's dogs, he wants a podcast too. You know, why not? Everybody else has a podcast. Well, they call that a daddy joke. Not really that funny. Okay, let me get into the nitty gritty. Okay. Why are medications given out the way they are? Okay. And I'm very much in support of appropriate medications. You have a genetic disorder. You've been in an accident. You know, something, some crisis happened. You need a medication. But the, the real bottom line is you don't have a medication deficiency. You don't have a blood pressure medication deficiency or a diabetic medication deficiency. Or even something really interesting is they found that We used to think, I say we, you know, the consensus of opinion, I never did, that depression was related to serotonin in the brain. And now the new research says it's not. And that might be why most antidepressant medications don't work. So that means they're going to look in a different direction. I mean, it's the same thing with Alzheimer's. They keep testing alzheimer's drugs alzheimer's drugs it's a tau protein in the brain that's what it is but they don't seem to really work because they're not getting to the basic cause and the basic cause seems to be that it followed the trend of increased sugar consumption and increased alzheimer's imagine diabetes of the brain or insulin resistance because it's just part of our whole culture The job of the food industry is to make you eat more food. So, I'm going to do whatever I can to make you eat more food. So, we add more sugar because it tastes good. Then you become (coughs) sugar addicted and you're taking in 30, 40, 50 grams of sugar. Mm -hmm. Not a great idea. Okay. And, of course, then we want the food to stay a long time. So, we put in all sorts of things that are not normal to regular food or what they call whole food. So the job of the food industry is to do that. And of course, getting a little political now. The job of the pharmaceutical industry is the use of more drugs, more drugs, more drugs. Mm. And there's a little lip service here and there. Or we do education and uh, we'll educate you in wellness and what not. And then, of course, you know, There's oh, I love these warnings. Every time every time I, I see a TV commercial, that's, you know, I say YouTube commercial. It's not, you know, or TV commercial. You know. Oh, this medication, you can be so happy. Oh, you'll just be bouncing along like you never were in your life. But you might die. Your head might fall off. You might need an amputation. But, you know, I, I um, ask your doctor, okay, what craziness, yes, okay, they put those things in for legal reasons, but is a commercial going to show you, well, here's the medication, but here's some other things you might do, so you might not need the medication, right? Why would they do that? It's not good business, right? Not good business to do that. So that's, you know, my political rant because I think, you know, there's a lot of what I call medication brainwashing. And don't get me wrong, appropriate use of medication. And one of my classic uh, stories is Jacqueline, who was an idol of mine, you know. He used to do all those exercises on TV and he had Jacqueline Juicer and uh, he looked great. Okay, and he was in his 90s and he had a little valve problem that he had since he was a kid, and he decided he was going to go in and get surgery, which went really fine. And then, unfortunately, after that, he seemed to get pneumonia symptoms, and his wife said, Jack, I think you should go get some medication for this. No, 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 I'll cure it with some juices and something. And, of course, he dies of pneumonia unnecessarily. So, am I against medication? No. What I am against is unnecessary medication. All right, let me get into, you know, the key things that I want to talk about today again. NMN. Niacinamide mono. Nuc- my- <laughs> Let me do it again. Niacin- am- my- die nucleotide, blah, blah blah. Anyway, it's NMM. <laughs> so I love that this stuff. I think it is an amazing, amazing compound, and for lots and lots and lots of reasons. And I talked about that previously in my podcast. And uh, let's try it again. Okay. They got to change the name. Okay. It is called niacinamide monodinucleotide. (laughs) And uh, it's a compound that's found in every cell in your body, as I said previously. And it turns on chemical systems in the body. So all sorts of good things can happen. And it seems that stress, infections, maybe even psychological stress, heavy metals, viruses, maybe like COVID, can deplete NMN. Now, what's also important, it might interfere with the manufacturing of NMN. Your body will make NMN. Now... It can make some NMN from tryptophan. You know, that amino acid I tell you to take maybe before you go to sleep. And uh, there is some precursors in milk. But again, it's like I said previously about sulforaphane, my other really super, super compound that comes from broccoli sprouts mostly. But again, you need to convert the in the broccoli, sprouts into sulforaphane. And often people don't do that. So there are supplements now that have the sulforaphane in them. Well, actually, few have the sulforaphane, and that's one of the things I use that have stabilized sulforaphane because sulforaphane is unstable. But they have morosinase from radishes or some other sources to help your body make it. Okay. So where are we on this chain of things? The body can make NAD, this wonderful cellular compound that's so important for so many, so many bodily functions, as long as the system is intact. And there's we're giving support to that. Now there are people who like niacinamide ribosome or maybe even niacin. But it seems that now here here's the real tricky part. NAD will not, taking oral NAD will not work. It will not get into the cell. might do other things, but NAD is not going to directly get into the cell to make enough NAD. So taking intact precursors like NMN or maybe some other compounds and supplements, which I, I think aren't as good, it will get into the cell and raise NAD levels. Now, what's fascinating about this is I keep doing these searches. First, I've experienced it myself and with lots of uh, my clients, and it definitely seems to have an increased energy and uh, mental clearing, which I was really surprised about. And, uh, you know, the theory might be that um, that's what's happening in long covid that there might be a damage to the manufacturing process of NAD. So basically, your chemical processes are not working, and then it can show up all sorts of places. I mean, there have been studies that show deficiency of NAD in the nasal cavities Tying into loss of smell, which is a common symptom that we often see. Loss of taste, loss of smell. And that it might be a deficiency of the NAD. Now remember, this is the really key factor. If you cannot make it, you're not going to get it. And they've been using you know uh n m n in Japan for over ten years it's considered a standard recommended i don't know if it's a medication or not what, but it's very standard in japan as uh, as a, as as a supplement and I don't know maybe as a drug I really haven't looked into it the idea that it might be a drug and what's also interesting about n m n it also seems to support um mitochondria. Especially muscle mitochondria and one of the symptoms that people get with chronic fatigue, oh, they get muscle weakness. so that's the trap the trap is. Yes, go do the exercise, which is so important, but if you feel so tired, you're not going to do the exercise. Okay. other suggestions with N M n find the real stuff, okay. I work with a company, and uh, I supply my clients. That's been around since the '80s, as a originally as a research company. Now everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, and uh, then it gives a bad name to the supplement because people would say it didn't really work. Well, it didn't work because it wasn't the real thing. So don't, please, don't be fooled by fake stuff. And there's a. Catch-22 now because Amazon is going to be taking it off of Amazon because the FDA says it's a drug. It's a drug because the drug company is trying to make a version of it. So somehow in this gobbledygook, they're saying that NMM is a drug. Okay, more political nonsense. What else do you want to take with NMN? It's probably a good idea, as I said in my previous podcast, you might want to take trimethylglycine, which also seems to help with elevated homocysteine levels. You might also take glycine, which can also help support this process from NMN and folic acid because somehow there seems to be some suggestion that, you know, methyl donors which turn on and turn off um, very important uh, genes in the body, we call it epigenetics, and also they seem to be a factor in accumulation of certain methyl, these markers and the aging, they call it the aging clock, so, it's probably a good idea to take some methyl donors, and folic acid as a methyl donor, and trimethylglycine seems to be also helpful. So, those are good things to take. Now, surprisingly, now this is really surprisingly, I've seen things that say take it with or without food. Well, it seems that a little bit of glucose or a little bit of that bad, bad, bad one, fructose, which means you can take a little bit of juice, uh, seems to increase. Manufacture of NAD from NMN. So, this is really good. And now, here's the exciting part. Okay, I'm gonna look for the results on canines. And this was a vet study of improved performance and joint health and energy in dogs who are supplemented with an MNN supplement. And it comes in a nice, tasty, you know, uh, doggy biscuit, whatever that the dogs can use. Um, First starting, um, Zeke, my daughter's older dog. And uh, I'll give you reports. But the vet study was very, very positive. So I, I think it's worth doing. Uh, you know, a lot of money has been involved. You know, millions and millions of dollars have been raised now for canine longevity, both for our love of our dogs and uh, <clears throat> that they're easy modeled to see what's working, and that we can use that for humans. You know, we have the long-term uh, canine uh, longevity project, which is using rapamycin. It's a good idea. Interesting turns on mTOR, and I think combining it with uh, certainly NMM and other uh, longevity nutrients might be really good for the dog. Now, very other important concept is your macrobiome. Now, anyone who's interested in wellness has heard about the macrobiome and probiotics, and they have probiotic everything, you know. There's nothing commercially that hasn't (laughs) almost added probiotics to it, and a lot of it's nonsense, okay. Uh, it's still an infant science. Okay, how they interact, which ones, but the key—the key seems to be diversity, and it's been found that even, you know, when you go by a probiotic and it says eighteen zillion, 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 it seems that taking a single high dose probiotic might really not be a good idea. The lower doses it can work, and you can have diversity, diversity in microbiome. You know, we know that these bugs can produce chemicals that can travel throughout the body and they've even you know you have probiotics every place in your body and so uh, supporting these are really important and i have devoted a podcast to this and i can do more podcasts on supporting a healthy microbiome the other key point is that certain probiotics can have a negative effect as well as a positive effect. And it seems that there's a chemical, uh, TMOA, which might be connected to cardiovascular issues and maybe even uh, brain issues, uh, can be elevated by production by a certain probiotic. And therefore taking carnitine and taking uh, uh, certain nutrients, you know, eating meat, might increase t m o a, and what would be the answer? Well, yes, you can take different nutrients, but possibly fixing a microbiome will solve the problem, okay, but how does it tie into the subject? It seems that um, if you want to make n a d from m n n or maybe even in the manufacturing process you need a healthy gut, okay? Now, you're sort of bypassing it because you're already taking this. It's the same thing, by the way, with sulforaphane. It'd be, it's very important if you want to make sulforaphane from you know, a broccoli seed product, you need to have a healthy uh, gut. Now, is there an action of NAD supporting a healthy gut? Yes. Is there an action of sulforaphane supporting a healthy gut? Most likely. The studies seem to show. So we're back to, you know, the diet. The diet is so important, but aging factors are just part of the aging process. Can't escape it. Yes, a healthy diet can. is so, so important, and the exercise is important, and the lifestyle is so important. But correcting certain processes that are part of the aging process, Oh well, that sort of went together the process that's why the aging process and anyway, <laughs> supplying these nutrients is so so important and a lot of it needs to be personalized and that's what i try and do in my practice uh personalize it and i do have a facebook group called super anti-aging i'm going to be doing some live videos on there where you can ask questions and uh I don't seem to get a lot of comment questions on here. I'm not sure why. Maybe I have to go on a different podcasting site. If you have more suggestions on how to spread the word of this podcast or comments about this podcast, um, you, know, you can uh, put it on super anti-aging. Or, you know, you can send me an email and see out my 18 billion emails. I need to put a separate email for this one. Um, Steven, Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, StephenNutrition at gmail.com. So I'm looking at the clock, and I don't want to spread this out too much. Uh, so you have time to really listen to this. We come to the end. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for hopefully sharing this podcast. Stay healthy and stay well.